Well, hey there, everybody, and welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything weather, science, earth science, and a whole lot more at times. I am your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier, and I'm the senior meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. This is episode number 243 for Monday, October 4th, 2021. And yes, I am releasing this a little bit on the late side. I'm recording this mid to late afternoon because my schedule has shifted over just a little bit at Channel 8. And I'll be working the 7 p.m. and the 10 p.m. newscast and the weather segments in those newscasts tonight. Tonight only, I should be back on my normal schedule tomorrow, Tuesday, for those that watch Fox 8 in the greater Cleveland area. Well, as I mentioned, we have a brand new week that just started, and it is the first full week of October. And it is a brand new weather pattern, really. Because last week, all of last week, we had a simply stunning atmosphere, which can happen and does happen somewhat often in the month of September. Long stretches where we have dry weather, daily high temperatures in the 70s, and low dew points most often occur in the month of September. And this one did not disappoint. We had a whole lot of days in this month that fell in that category. Now, in just a little bit, I will take a September review in just a moment. We'll look at everything from precip and temperature, etc. And we'll also look ahead into the next couple of weeks on this particular episode, episode number 243. I'll have a couple of supporting graphics as well. But before we do that, let's look at this week, because this week we have a completely different atmosphere. We've essentially flipped the coin over. It was heads last week. Well, this week we've got tails. It's an unsettled, damp, and mild pattern. Not a whole lot of temperature variation from day to night because of the cloud cover and the scattered showers as well. And the dew points have come up as well into the moderate category. Now, I think gone are the days, at least in northeast Ohio, where we see dew points in the stifling 70-plus range. That is oppressive. That is in a category that I simply call mega muggy. I don't think we're going to see that, but we'll see enough days where we do sense or feel some of that uh, moisture in the atmosphere. And this is going to be one of those weeks where we see some of that and periodically some unsettled weather. Now, let's define the word unsettled because does that mean 
raining all the time? And the answer is no. Unsettled meaning that at times the atmosphere can spit up a scattered shower passing by. Now, this pattern is the kind that will mean virtually everybody has the chance of a passing shower almost every day this week. Some days a little bit higher chance than others, but it's not a guarantee that your specific backyard will see that. Now, today we still have that upper level low pressure system going through northern Indiana, northwest Ohio. That's why we are seeing the sporadic showers going through. Go check out your favorite radar app and you'll see them. It kind of looks like a case of the measles on radar. So with that, not every single backyard will see a passing shower, but those that do, it'll be a pretty definitive shower that happens to go by. This is the kind of unsettled pattern that we anticipate into much of this week. Now, this upper-level low-pressure system today, Monday, should move far enough to the east so that we're going to see a little bit more in the way of sunshine and fewer showers, if any, on Tuesday and perhaps even a part of Wednesday. But by the time we get back into Thursday and Friday, we get back into a bit more of an unsettled pattern where the shower risk will increase just a little more once again. So there is a quick look at what we can anticipate this week. I promised a look at September in review. We're going to do that before we take a short break. And we have some other interesting things to talk about in the medium range forecast side. So for the month of September, those of you that like to keep stats, I'm going to try to do this every single month. At the close of the month, the beginning of the next one, we'll take a look at the old month and tear it apart and take a look at some of the features. So September, in terms of temperature, 1.3 degrees above normal. Now, if you're a subscriber to Weather Jazz, you know full well that the plus or minus scale, the, the boundaries, if you will, of normal is plus or minus two. And so that falls right into, but on the warmer side of near normal for the month of September. For all intents and purpose, it was a normal September. In terms of precipitation, we were actually almost one inch below normal. Now, this is very interesting because on the 22nd, uh, that was a couple of weeks ago on a Tuesday, we had 1.93 inches at Hopkins Airport. There were places that picked up a whole lot more than that, two inches, almost three and there was some localized flooding. It was a big story on Fox 8 News, if you remember that. That was a lot of rain in a short period of time. But if you look at the month as a whole, it, there wasn't a whole lot of rain. So that 1.93 inches literally produced about half of the month's normal precipitation in one day. And there wasn't a whole lot of precip outside of that one day. There were a couple of days that picked up some very modest nominal amounts, but that was about it. So essentially, near normal temperature-wise, on the slightly warmer side, but certainly within the boundaries of what we would call normal, and it was a little drier than normal. That's going to help with the fall foliage, by the way, which is starting to come into fruition here for the next couple of weeks. I'm sure I'll be talking a lot more about that here in the coming 14 or so days. 
One more bit of September review before we take a break. The maximum high temperature and the minimum low temperature of the month. The highest we saw was 89 degrees at back on September the 14th. And the lowest was actually the last day of September when it cooled down to 46 degrees. So there you have September in review. Now, when we come back, we're actually going to take a look at another state's very odd pattern here for the last couple of days. I'll keep you in suspense. And we'll also look at a parameter that has been driving our summertime pattern, still driving the fall time pattern right now. And it will give us a hint as to what we can anticipate here in the next couple of weeks as October begins to unfold. We'll be right back. And we're back, and it's time to take a trip to another state. And this state lies way outside the boundaries of Ohio. We have some listeners and some subscribers from this state, and it is way up north. It's Alaska. And Alaska has had some interesting weather here in the last seven days, making the news. For instance, in Fairbanks, it was cold to end uh, the month of September in particular. The 29th is where I want to focus on because that was a Wednesday. Wednesday, September 29th, last week, for the first time in about 30 years, Fairbanks, Alaska's high temperature stayed under 32 degrees. And again, that's for the entire day. And that's the first time any time in the month of September that they have seen that happen in about 30 years. That is significantly cold. And I've been checking up there last few days. It has continued to be quite cold and snowy, too. There have been a number of winter weather advisories and a number of winter storm warnings issued, most of which have been occurring across the North Slope, Dead Horse, Alaska, Prudhoe Bay Area, just outside Vukdiavik, the town which used to have the name of Barrow or Point Barrow, Alaska. And so we're starting the fall off in Alaska on a very, very cold and snowy note in some cases. In fact, in Fairbanks, Alaska, after that very cold period, they did end up with a couple of days of snow. The two-day snowfall ending the most recent day, October the 4th, ended up with 5.8 inches, almost 6 inches of snow. A two-day average now, or a two-day accrual, and that makes it the sixth snowiest two-day average and two-day period in the month of October, 5.8 inches. And take a look at some of the webcams up there. They have quite a webcam system for the FAA to determine, for instance, if pilots can take off. They have webcams all over, and it keeps an eye on many of the smaller airports. Many of them are snow-covered from Fairbanks all the way up to the north shoreline, north of the Brooks Range. So it's uh, turning out to be... An interesting start to the month of October. Will this continue? Well, maybe not in the long term, but in the short term, yes. It looks like a going to be a cold period for Alaska 
for the next two weeks, which brings me to a parameter that we have watched for the eastern United States for the last uh, three or four months, and that is the Pacific North America Oscillation, the PNA for short. Whenever the PNA goes strongly negative, a couple of things happen. For us, it puts us in a warmer-than-normal pattern. So until we see that PNA cross back over to neutral and then go positive again, that is going to mean the next two weeks will probably average above normal. So if you're looking for a stretch of milder air, now it's not going to be super hot by any stretch, but it will be definitively mild for much of the area and a lot of the long range, uh, for instance, the six to 10 day outlook and uh, the uh, outlook that goes beyond that, basically saying that the eastern U.S. will be warmer or milder than normal take your pick on the vernacular but it's it is going to be above normal but what a positive pna also does is it gives alaska some very very cold weather and some snowy weather too under the right circumstances and that's exactly what they will see for the next couple of weeks so this might not be the first and only record that begins to appear now we had two records we had a temperature record at fairbanks at the end of september and a snowfall uh, record or at least that put them in the top 10 category for the snowiest two-day period in october we may see a little more of that here between now and the middle of the month something to watch out for Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Help me to spread the word about this podcast inside your sphere of influence. Once more, it is being posted a little later than normal because I will be on Fox 8 News at 7 and 10 p.m. tonight. Hope to see you there if you live in the Ohio area. And even if you don't, that's fine. Just go to fox8.com and click on the live tab. You can watch us online. Remember, we're on the Eastern Time Zone if you are not to make that adjustment. You can also watch Fox 8 by going to weatherjazz.com and clicking on the little tab that says Fox 8 Live and then clicking the player to advance forward into play mode. Remember that when you do that, you will not see the commercials. You'll just see either a slate that says we'll be right back or black. Don't worry, we'll be right back with the news content. And I have a couple of weather segments at 10 p.m. and one at 7 p.m. So hope to see you then just in case you want to tune in and see what's going on here in Northeast Ohio. Do you have a question or topic suggestion? I welcome your input as always. You can reach me at weatherjazz at yahoo.com. That's my email address. Also, the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line is always there. 234-525-5888. Listen to the prompts and then leave your message. I might even use your message from within one of the segments right here on Weather Jazz. I love doing that. I love hearing the sound of your voice. All right, we've got Science Wednesday coming up, and we will see you with that engaging episode right here on Weather Jazz on Wednesday. Weather and science across the globe.